Hi, I'm Doug the Neighbor, and welcome to my podcast, the Doug the Neighbor podcast, coming to you from the Possum Trot Studios here in awesome Austin, Texas. And we have a very beautiful guest, a neighbor that is here at the Possum Trot Studios, and we are going to interview her, and her name is Sean Hardy. Sean, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you, Doug. And glad to have you here. Nice to be here. Okay, now, uh, we are going to do a little bit of housekeeping uh, for our listeners in our fourth year, and we are in 27 countries around the world. Yes, we are, and in our fourth year. So I would like to do some housekeeping and give you a little tour of our uh, Possum Trot Studios, okay? Yes. Okay, so buckle up, okay. Yes, this is Doug the Neighbor Podcast coming to you from the Possum Trot Studios here in awesome Austin, Texas. And let's just begin our tour of the Possum Trot Studios for Sean Hardy, our guest today. And there is Jojo Bear up there. He is our vice president in charge of production and drinking all of the Dr. Pepper that we have here today. All right. And you will notice over there, there is Cowboy Otis. He is in charge of security here at the Possum Trot Studios, and he makes the guests welcome and very secure. He's a very scary guy. He looks like he's a very security-oriented young man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That is him. Okay, and just under there, you notice the two logos, the DTN Podcast logos. Those were drawn by a very talented uh, young lady. We call her the E. And uh, please tell me, which one of those uh, uh, logos do you uh, like? The orange one or the blue one? The orange one being a a baseball diamond style, a diamond style, the other one being a circle. Which one do you like? Well, I like them both very much. I think they're very good. Um, I happen to like the circle one with the The blue. circle one. Okay, we will make sure that the E knows that uh, her art is appreciated. And uh, we will get back to the other art that is just below there that you commented on earlier. And we'll explain to our listeners uh, uh, how that happened. Okay, yes, that's all from the E. Now, if you'll notice up there, there is a bag of prunes, dried prunes. And that comes from uh, a gentleman named Bill Buffalo down there in uh, Houston, Texas, and he's a stand-up comic, and uh, he thinks I'm uh, full of it, so there's a subtle message (laughs) with a bag of dried prunes from Bill Buffalo, Bill Belford, and we did a podcast with him. He's a very charming man. He and I went to high school together, so in El Paso. Yes, yes. Okay, and over here you will see there is my Longhorn Gatorade mug, go horns, and that comes from Jerome Murray, and you may know Jerome because he works for the post office up in our area, and very charming man, and I did a podcast with him, and he has his own podcast now. That's nice. Oh, he's a very funny man. Very, very funny. And then uh, we did a podcast with Ashley Ferguson and Chris Barber. They have a company called Reset Biosciences, and they make little shots of uh, vitamin energy drinks. And when we did a podcast with them, very charming people, they brought over some of their products. 
Well, that's nice. Isn't that nice that they did that? that? that yes. Nice. And we'd also like to introduce you to Charlie Bluebell, our pet mascot uh, for the Possum Trot Studios. And you mentioned something? He looks a lot like Marvin. Marvin my, is my dog. Marvin is your dog. And he's very cute. He's very, very he cute. He is very cute. Yes. And when he came on over here, he just sat right underneath the table. Uh. Yes. Yes. And if you'll notice over here on the wall, this is a painting uh, that uh, one of my po uh, podcast person, uh, Mike McNeil, he did a podcast with us and then he brought this gift in and it is a painting uh, f by Noah Gould from Santa Cruz, California. And he brought this on a gift and I just thought it was terrific. It's there. a very nice painting. Yes, and it's done by Noah Gould. He has a website out in Santa Cruz, California. And I certainly, certainly appreciate that. Okay, now a little shout out to a couple of people here while we're uh, doing this. Uh, Robin Zamora, we did a podcast with her. She came down to visit her grandkids and she is her podcast is up there in Boston, Massachusetts and it's called Fast Marketing Minute for the people in the business, her podcast. And so we always like to say hello to her successes as a podcast. Robin Zamora, Fast Marketing Minute. Now, here is something very, very interesting and you might enjoy this because of what you were telling me about your history and we will get into that soon. We did a podcast with a gentleman, a really nice young guy, Named Brett Lewis and he lives in a van. He also repairs van and makes them spiffy to live in. Uh -huh. That is his business. His name is Brett Lewis. We did a podcast with him and now he has his own TV show. Well, that's incredible. Yes, and it's on the Magnolia Network with <gasps> Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yes, yes. Isn't that something? The TV show is called Van Gogh, but we did a podcast with Brett Lewis. How wonderful. Isn't and what that a great idea. Yeah, he, he just fixes out these fans because now this whole RV thing, you know, and he does quite well. I bet they're beautiful. Oh, excuse me. There's that Dr. Pepper kicking in. Oh, excuse me. Cheers. Here's to our Dr. Pepper here in awesome Austin, Texas. Mm -mm -mm. Great product from Waco, Texas. Now, I would like to uh, begin our interview in just a second and get on over here to the weather window. It is hot, hot, hot here in awesome Texas. Over 100 degrees. Uh. All, all week, right? Oh, it's been over 100 degrees all week long. And it's going to be this way for the rest of our lives. I think it's going to be this way for the rest of our lives. I, I said that today. I think this is it. This is it. <laughs> yes, and the, in, the weather window is never wrong. Oh, I, I bet it's not. And Austin, you can count on it being yes, over yes. 100. Yes. Now, let's move on to the sports report, Sean. You might enjoy this. We have a very short sports report. Uh, I am a Texas Rangers fan, okay? And they are 26 and 30 right now. They are not in the basement, but they're 26 and 30. Uh, they did have a moment of glory where last uh, week when they were 24 and 24 and uh, at playing 500 ball. 
but uh, and then they've got a three-game series coming up with the uh, the Chicago White Sox and Mike Mike Chicago, my neighbor. He and I have a taco bet. Oh, and this is Texas. Yes, Marty's tacos. That's yeah. right. Yes, you know. So so okay. But I do have an opinion about uh, Major League Baseball. We can't get it here in awesome Austin, Texas. No. It's the saddest thing ever. No Houston Astros games. No Texas Rangers games. Right. Cannot get it here. And Major League Baseball is ruining their fan base. Yes. It, and it's very, very sad. It is. Sad. And and when I see we're start we're going to start seeing reports of nobody's watching or lack of attendance. It's your fault. It's just their fault because we should get a game. We're in Austin. We're three hours from Dallas for the Texas Ranger Stadium. I or, agree. We should be able to just get a get a game. Yeah. Now if they say that we should get the package and pay a lot of money for. It, but I talked to a pal who had the package. And they said, you don't get all of your games. You pay about $120 for the package for one team and $150, about $150 for all of them. But you may not get all of the game. Well, that doesn't seem fair. Doesn't seem fair. <laughs> and on that note, because the Texas Rangers and Major League Baseball don't hit... My allegiance is now, and what we do here at the Possum Trot Studios, we are promoting the Savannah Bananas. Okay. Okay. The Savannah Bananas are in Savannah, Georgia. It's mm -hmm. a, in the CPL, the Coastal Plains League. But the gentleman, Jesse Cole, has changed the rules of baseball. And hang on. Buckle up here, Sean. Yes, it's a minor league park of about 6,500 people sold out for the rest of the season. Okay? Wow. Sold out for the rest of the season. And they have a streaming following. So you can, you, you know, they're playing tonight. They're playing the Macon Bacon. Okay? They have 20,000 people who are streaming. That's incredible. Yes. They have changed the rules of the game. The games only last two hours. You pay one price ticketing. You go, don't get nickeled and dimed to death concerning a ticket, a dog, a beer or something. You just pay one price. And they have dancing first basemen. They have uh, cheerleaders, elderly cheerleaders who are called the Nanas. Oh, how incredible. Yes, it's unbelievable. To our podcast listeners around the world, please look up the Savannah Bananas on YouTube. They are something, absolutely something. Oh, and I see you are using our notebooks that were a gift to us from Tom Knurk. Uh, we certainly we did a podcast with him, and that's the reason of the notebooks there, to help our guests and listeners write down little notes. Because we do have a lot of information, great serious information. You do. And the, the bananas. Now, let us move on. Uh, we have been following our uh, neighbor, Kennedy Swan. She is a neighbor. She's a cute little dynamite, red-headed, red red freckle-faced golfing dynamite who graduated from college, Mississippi, uh, last year and won the NCAA women's golf title and now is on the tour. And this week, uh, she is in at Kinston, North Carolina, through June 9th through the 12th in the Carolina Golf Classic presented by Blue Cross. And it's a, uh, you know, 
the it's on the Epson tour, and if she does well, she gets a full LPGA card. Oh. Yeah, isn't that something? That is something. And her name is Kennedy Swan. Well, you go, Kennedy. Yeah, you go, Kennedy, and it is really, really something. Okay, now, another aspect of what we have in our sports report, and you may like this. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Our friend Aldina over at the 7-Eleven. Okay. Our friend Allie over at the CBS. Okay? They have on their computer... Uh, something called Google Steps that measures the number of steps that you take in a day. Right. They brought it up in casual conversation, and so I started charting their steps, okay? Now, only on what they call truck day. Truck day is the day all the deliveries come in, and then they've got to add all this, lift and tote all this stuff, and put it on the shelf. Oh. Okay? Now, Allie's numbers for Tuesday, two days ago, because of, it's usually on Monday, but Tuesday was their truck day because of, oh, excuse me, there's that Dr. Pepper coming back. I'm so sorry. When someone says, Doug, the neighbor is a gas bag, it's true. <laughs> okay. Here are Allie's steps on Tuesday, which was truck day, okay? 19,302 steps. In one day? In one day. Wow. Now, uh, Aldina over at the 7-Eleven, her truck day is usually Wednesdays, and because management was, uh, she's a manager, and but upper management said, okay, our, up, our manager shouldn't be doing as many steps, so they bought in help for oh. her to do this. But Allie's figures of 19,302 steps in one day on truck day is equal to running a marathon. How do I know that? Because we also follow AP. AP lives here in Austin, and she is a marathoner. She mm -hmm. has run the Boston, New York, Houston, Austin, and is currently in training to do the Chicago Marathon October 10th. Oh, how And incredible. so I have got her uh, steps on a marathon. She currently, uh, starting now, because in serious training, she runs four days a week, uh, eight to nine miles, and she's doing... 19,000 over 19,000 miles. So, working at the 7 Eleven at the CVS marathon. So, if you want to get in shape, folks, and they, they'll hire you, there you go, lifting and toting. That's an incredible amount of stuff. Isn't that incredible? That and, is. And, uh, Sean, in conversation with these ladies, when they brought it on up, I just, oh, you know, I, okay, how's it work? You know, stunned. But how much just in a day? I'm stunned. I, that number's incredible. Isn't that something? Yes, yes. Okay. Now, in the sports report, but uh, that is uh, pretty much uh, ends up our sports report, but we would like to bring up something that's kind of a sport. Okay. If you'll notice, uh, over there, there on the shelf, there is a poster for the Doug the Neighbor Top of Possum Trot Flipper Walk. This is the second year of my charity, and there's a poster over there, and uh, we will get into explanation later at how uh, we uh, I 
met you, but I want you to comment on that poster and uh, the E as the one who drew it. Well, I saw, well, the first time I saw this poster, I thought this poster was incredible. Yes. Um, it's, she just did a great job on the poster. The, the flippers on the man on the poster just look so real. Right. It's just a very colorful, very nice poster, and it's certainly for a good cause. For a good cause, yes. To our uh, listeners around the world, the Doug the Neighbor Flipper Walk, top of Possum Trot Flipper Walk, is this Saturday, June 11th at 10 a.m. We are flipper walking from West 11th to up two vicious, nasty hills to the top of Possum Trot at West 9th. Please come cheer, come flip if you wish, and come donate. You can donate to the Doug the Neighbor Flipper Walk for Dell Children. Yes, that is our Doug the Neighbor podcast uh, charity, Dell Children, on GoFundMe. Doug the Neighbor, Flipper Walk for Dell Children on GoFundMe. Okay, thank you very much for, uh, for mentioning that. Now, we are here and we're going to interview my neighbor, Sean Hardy. Okay, Sean Glad to have you here. Thank you for having me. Just glad to have you here. How did we meet, first off? Um, I We met at PacMail. PacMail, the and, copy center, yes. yes. Yeah. And uh, we got to talking, and we just visit. Visit? Every time you come in. Yeah, and I go there constantly yes. so, because I always need something. I always need something, and you were uh, brave enough to put up with my humor. <laughs> You're very friendly. You are. It's but the thing nice. is, that's why I, you are uh, very friendly and charming. Also, that's why I asked you to come on over and do a podcast. Thank you. Interview. Okay. Now, let us begin. Uh, first off, uh, what is your name? What my is my name is Sean Harty. Uh huh. And um, I've had it my whole life. <laughs> I've had it my whole <laughs> life. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. You've had it your entire life. We'd like to hear that. Yeah. Okay. Uh oh. I'm missing a piece of paper, but I will have to wing it. I wing it all the time, but that's okay. Uh, the uh, where were you born? I was um, born in Temple, Texas. Uh huh. Uh huh. In I, Temple, Texas. I was born in Temple, Texas. Okay. Which is about sixty miles north of Austin. Of Austin. Th now that's off I thirty five. Off of I thirty five. Uh -huh. Yes. Okay. And uh, how did your family get to uh, Temple, Texas? My family. Uh, my. My family was not originally in Temple, Texas. My family adopted me from Temple, Texas. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Oh, okay, so uh, that's very interesting. But you are now here in Austin, and that's why we are neighbors. I've been here since I was two days old. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Now, uh, have you, your name, Sean uh, Hardy, or were you named after your grandmother or anyone? Uh, what the... No, I've been told by my parents that I was named after John Wayne in the movie Hatari. 
Uh, that's the African hunting movie that John yes. Wayne. Oh, and okay. his name was John Wayne, or was Sean in the movie. And your parents liked that. They loved the name, and they said if they had a boy or a girl, they were going to name him Sean. Oh, isn't that a beautiful story? That's a beautiful, beautiful story. Now, uh, have you ever done your uh, DNA? No, I haven't done my DNA. Have you I, ever I just, thought about it or anything like that? No, I, I know all I need to know. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you know what? I, need all, I know all I need to know. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I, I know all I need to know. It's just not going to change anything. Yeah, you know? yeah, okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Okay. Now, uh, I introduced you to uh, Jojo Bear over there, our vice president in charge of uh, production and drinking all the Dr. Pepper. Uh, did, did you have a Teddy growing up? I did. I had a teddy bear growing up, and his uh, name was Teddy. His name was Teddy, and uh, is Teddy still around? No, I don't have Teddy any longer. You I, know what? Maybe it's time to start uh, having a Teddy. I, maybe so. Birthday gift, Christmas gift for yourself, you know. I, I could, I, as long as it were really soft. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, when you go shopping for a teddy bear... And you see it, you'll know. I'll it. know it. Yeah, that that that's Teddy. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, when you were growing up, did you have any pets? Uh, yes, I did. Um, growing up, we uh, had a dog, and his name was Siegfried von Braus. Siegfried von Braus. Braus. Okay. And what type of dog was this? Uh, he was a standard dachshund. A dachshund. What yes. color? He was red. Red. Mm -hmm. a, a, a red. A brownish red. Brown, brownish red dachshund. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Do you have pets now? I do. Oh, how I many do. pets I, you got now? I have uh, three rescues. I have two dogs and a rescue cat. Okay. And uh, the dogs, uh, what are their names? Uh, Marvin and Bubba. And you said that Marvin looked a lot like uh, Charlie Bluebell here. He does. And, and he's just Magnificent. Man. <laughs> magnificent. And what is the other dog's name? Bubba, who is equally magnificent. <laughs> and then you also mentioned you had a cat. Uh, she's wonderful also. KK. KK. And what type of cat? She is just a black cat with the most gorgeous emerald eyes. Black, all black cat? Yes. With okay. Yes. And what type of dogs are the dogs? All American. All American. Oh, yes. we love that. We don't use the word much around here. They're all American dogs. That's a little right. bit of this, a little bit of Nebraska, a little bit of Florida, a little bit of Nevada. You know, all American dogs. A lot of Texas. Yes, <laughs> a lot of Texas. <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific. Now, uh, where did you go to uh, high school? I went to uh, high school at Lanier High School Lin in here in Austin. Here in Austin. Which part of town is Lanier? It's, uh, it's, in north, it's the north part of Austin. It's now, that's in now north central Austin. Oh, okay. It used to be north Austin, yeah. but now it's central it, Austin. It, yes, because Austin is it's, a boomtown. It is. We are a boomtown. To yes. our podcast listeners around the world. Awesome Austin, Texas. We are a boomtown. If you... Uh, can't make it here in Austin, you're lazy because there are job openings all over here. There are smart people doing their thing. And whatever thing you got, you bring it here, it will work. That's we right. are a boom town. We are. And you'll be surrounded by people who will help you, who will encourage you uh, to fulfill your dreams. Right. We are a boom town. Now, Lanier, you say, was up in North Austin. Yes. Okay, were you the lions, uh, t tigers, or bears? 
Oh, it was the Lanier Vikings. We Lanier Vikings. Vikings. Go Vikings! <laughs> now, you had an interesting story about your high school uh, that was kind of interesting. That Lanier High School, a few years back, changed its name to Navarro High Navarro School. Navarro High School. Okay. Now, is Lanier a Confederate name? I have no idea if it's a Confederate affiliated with the name change because of Confederate affiliations or they just changed the name one day and, I, and I'm just, still uh, wondering why. You're still wondering? Yeah. Oh, that, that's very interesting. That's very, very interesting. Now, were you in, in high school, were you in sports, choir, theater, or anything like I that? I was on the drill team. On the drill team? The Vikettes. Vikettes and little dresses and white boots. Pom-poms. Pom-poms. And do you remember any of your cheers? No, I do not. <laughs> we wanted you to do one here. No, no, no not today. <laughs> <laughs> no, not today. Okay. Did you have a job while you were in high school? I did not. Did not? Did your job was going to school? My job was, as my parents told me, was to go to school and make good grades. Simple. That's, that was my job. That was your job. That okay. Was it. And, and uh, now, where, where did you go to college? The University of Texas here in Austin. University of Texas here in Go Longhorns. <laughs> did you have a, a, a car in college? I did. I had a, I had a 1981 manual uh, Honda Accord. I had a Honda Accord. Yes, and that was a great, great, great car. car. I think mine was about a 76. Or something. They like were that. great then too. Yeah, they were great cars, and yeah. uh, I don't know what Hondas are good cars, but bring back that car. Don't mess it up with electronics or no. anything. Just just bring back that car. You know that because that my car no problems ran constantly. Uh, just put gas in it and uh, patted it on. Uh, you know, uh, do, you, do you have a name for your car? Did I, you? I didn't have a name for my car. I just I just hopped in that car and drove all over town. I just <laughs> loved that car. That still was one of my favorite cars ever. Right. And maybe Honda should call you up and do a TV commercial. Maybe they should. <laughs> maybe they should. <laughs> well, it, it's a testimonial. A heart heartwarming uh, testament from the bottom of your heart. Yeah. I love that. I love that car. In fact, I, I probably would buy another one. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, uh, they've added electronics to these new cars and this and that, and they constantly break down. And, oh, my gosh. I would want to buy what I had uh, back yes, then. Yes, yes. That was my comment earlier. If yeah. they, they need to just... Make, dumb it down, make it simple because it makes the customer or the driver happy. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could pay extra for that. <laughs> That's probably how they're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> pay, pay extra for simple. We'll hear the podcast and go, <gasps> Ah, yeah. That, that's a, we're, we are in our fourth year and uh, 27 countries, so that's a there lot. are uh, listeners out there, and we certainly appreciate them. That's you know? nice. Okay, and this is portion is the Doug the Neighbor free advice for a dollar. So free advice for Honda. Uh -huh. It's free, yeah. but if they like it, send me a dollar. Right. Yeah, there you go. Bring okay. it back. Bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you study when you were going to the University of Texas at uh, uh, Law. Oh, you, that's you, what I wanted to do. Be a lawyer. Did you ever end up being a lawyer? No. No. 
I, I had my first child, and I wanted to be a mother more than I wanted, wanted to, to be, be a lawyer. lawyer. Oh, isn't that beautiful? That's a beautiful story. That is a beautiful story. Now, when you graduated from, uh, oh, were you in the uh, drill team, cheer, or anything at the University of Texas? No, that was strictly studies. That was strictly studies, yes. yeah, to be a lawyer, yeah. But then motherhood called, and so that's it. The way it is. That's, That's the way it is. The way it is. Okay, life. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. Do you remember your first job when you got out of uh, college? My first job was with uh, Capital City Insurance here in Austin. Capital Cities Insurance. Mm -hmm. Are they still in business? They are over off Mopac, uh, close to Steck. Okay. And, they, and many people will recognize them because it has a yellow motorcycle that looks like a car out front. Sometimes they put it on the top of the building. Sometimes it's out front. but it, It's a yellow motorcycle. Yes, but it looks like a car. It's got a car body over it, like a oh. little jet car oh. body. Okay. This is one of the beautiful parts of living here in Austin, yes. things like this. Okay. And uh, you, you, what did you do for Capital Cities uh, Insurance? I, I started as a receptionist and I became a uh, licensed property and casualty customer service. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, okay. And did you find that to be a good job? It was. It was a, it was a really good job. Okay. And then um, I decided I wanted to do something else for myself. Yeah, I and to work uh, myself. you said that Capital Cities uh, is still in business here in town. They are. Uh, and who would you want to say hello to or shout out to the owners? Uh, well, Doug Doug Groves was the founder. And his name is Doug? Doug. Oh, and, I'm uh, Doug the neighbor, so yes. he's a, probably a great guy. And John is his son who's taken over oh, the business. And they're still in business? They are. Well, this is a beautiful, beautiful story. Now, uh, what did you do? What are you doing now? I am... I. Uh, I work at the pack mill where oh, we met. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And um, I go up there every day and just enjoy my life. Okay. And how many days a week are, are you? I work there, there part-time hours, but I work five days a week. Five days a week. Mm -hmm. And you're comfortable with that? I, oh, I'm very comfortable with that. Oh, okay. And you always seem to be busy when I walk in and become Doug the Pest. It's, you're not <laughs> Doug the Pest. It is a very, it, it's very busy. It's a very busy business. Oh, that's, that's good. Now, but our customers are incredible, mm -hmm. as you are when you come. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I always want to make sure when I walk in there, my hair looks good. It's all about <laughs> the hair. <laughs> okay, now. From first job to pack mill, what did you do in between there? You were telling me a very interesting story. Um, I had a commercial contracting company. Whoa, commercial contracting company? Yes. You went from writing insurance uh, for property and casualty, something you said like that? Yes. To being a contractor? I, I did contracting work, yes. I, that's the business that I chose to go into. Now, that means a hard hat, hammer, nails, and saws, and stuff like that? It does, but I had crews that handled the hands-on. Yes, hands -on. well, that's your contractor. You contracted out. Right, yeah. and, and I um, also, but I did all of the bidding. I did everything as far as the business goes to get the job complete. Right. I might have had other people working their trade, but I was the one in charge of You were the contractor, they now refer to it as the GC. Right. You know, so how did you make that leap from 
basic property insurance, sales, answering the phone, paperwork, to in the field uh, uh, dealing with contractors, painters, uh, uh, hammer, nails, uh, saws. How did you make that leap? I, I made that leap. I have a relative that was in contracting. Okay. And, um, but not here, not here in Austin. And I just saw that it was something I was really interested in. And I was the sole provider for my, my child. And mm -hmm. so I decided that was something that I could really, mm -hmm. you know, dig into and, and mm -hmm. do. And now, you remember your first job? I mean, that's a big leap from office work, you know, uh, to, to in the field. That's a big leap. Right. Do you remember your first job? I do. We did a spa. A spa. A spa. It was uh, in a a strip center, and when someone leased the building, we would go in and build out the inside for whatever business that they were putting in there. Okay, so you didn't build the building. No. You used a term earlier. What did you call it? What? It's finish out. Finish out. Yes. You finish out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I build a building. Right. Okay, I build a building and I start renting out space, okay? And then somebody comes along and says, yes, we wish to open up a, would you say, a spa? This was a spa, yes. Yes, and so I would then call you up and say, okay, talk with the client. They want green walls or tile, linoleum, something. How, like, how does it proceed They would there? do the materials, but they would also need a layout. They would, it, it's got a lot of designing involved in mm -hmm. it because they would want say they had you know an area that they were going to do massage so that would be a massage room and so we would lay out the area and then it would take different materials and different trades to accomplish that oh, oh okay and it's what was that term that you used again finish out finish out okay mm -hmm. and uh, who was your first uh, client my first client was a man and i I absolutely could not say his name if I had. I never could because it, it is a very complicated name. Oh, a good American name. Yes. It's oh, <laughs> so a good one. Yeah. I, I uh, used to call him Mr. Patel. Mr. Patel. That's all I could say. Right. Oh, okay. Because Be I couldn't ever pronounce it. And he used to laugh at me because right. he thought That's it was right. hilarious. Well, think, think of uh, the many people who have carved this country that came from Poland, came from Hungary, came from Russia, came from Germany. Much more harder, more harder, great English, uh, words, last names to pronounce, mm -hmm. you know, but still Americans, and Absolutely. that's just the way it is. And in some cases, they changed their name uh, just so to blend in, and some people kept their name, which I think is proud, but that's the American way. Absolutely. But you, you did state that your company worked for, your company worked for... When, well, I, the job, actually, that particular job was with Trammell Crow. Oh, Trammell Crow. Well, which is a, a property management. They actually did the building Okay. They managed the building, and then we would come out and do the finish out. Oh, and then this Mr. Patel had the spa. Is that yes. the, oh, okay? Okay, all right. Uh, now, uh, so what? Do you, does it start with like a phone call from Trammell Crow, or does it start with a phone call from Mr. Patel? Is that how it starts? Uh, it starts with a phone call from uh, Trammell Crow to begin with, and right. say we have a person interested in putting a spa in Suite B. 
And sweepy. And so, you know, then they give us all of the measurements and the specs on that particular. Uh, uh, architectural plans mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. I get oh. all of that. And then we work up information about, you know, what you can place where because of the plumbing. And city codes. Electric and, right. and the right, city right. codes and meeting all the permits. Right. And then then we were the ones that would contact Mr. Patel and set up a meeting and, and, and get started and get there. Started. Now, so that means you had to deal with uh, Trammell Crow, who would, uh, one of the largest uh, property managers, owners here in the country. I think they're based in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, then you would have to deal with Mr. Patel, the client, and then you'd have to deal with the city and the architects. And then your job would have to deal with the carpenters, the painters, the plumbers, the electricians. All of the trades. All of the That would keep you pretty busy. It kept me busy. It, it really kept me uh, very, very busy. Um, to the point of sometimes it was just like, you know, where are all the hours going? Right, 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 yeah. right. And uh, you had mentioned that uh, you became a rarity in this business. I was one of two female general contractors in, in Austin. In Austin. Mm -hmm. One of two female. So women's power, you know, whatever. Women's you know, power. You, you just get out there and get after it and don't, and no no job is too small and getting after it. And uh, We used to say that, no job is too small. Right, oh yeah. And we also would team up with the other contractor every year and together we would build a house for Habitat for Humanity. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been associated with uh, Habitat for Humanity? Since 1986. Eight, 1986. So you have a long history with Habitat yes. for Humanity. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a beautiful organization and mm -hmm. building the homes. Now, uh, one question going back to your endeavors with the, uh, the finishing out. Uh, you, you work at it now, depending on the size of complicated, it would take time. It takes time to yes. get this done, done, this done. And this was your first job. Uh, then does the client sign off, Mr. Patel in this case, or does Trammell Crow sign off? Or is it kind of a little bit of both, where you do all the work, you bring in the carpenter, you do this, you do, then, then Mr. Patel, is this what you want? Is that's how that's how it works but it's a little more complicated than that because the first thing you have to do is you have to make sure you've got everything with the city all the permits oh, oh yes 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 okay yes. so that's complete and then we would go to trammel uh, crow and make sure that everything that they require within their facility and yes. their layout is met right once those two things are done then we go to mr patel and would say you know is this exactly how you want things is there any changes he gets a uh, 30 days to make a punch out list which oh, is a all punch out list mm -hmm. okay all which right. is things like say some paint needed to be touched oh, oh, up or, oh, oh, okay and so then we would go back and if we needed to do anything that he saw then mm -hmm. we would do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then he's the final one to sign uh, off. Uh, then you sign off. Mm -hmm. Okay, now that was your first job. Now, do you, do you drive by at night to place and just say, hey, that's I did that? You know? I've driven by and I still drive by some places that I have worked on. Um, that there's some of them that aren't around anymore. Oh, well, this is Austin. <laughs> that, but there's the the structures aren't even there. Yeah. Um, 
but they're building bigger and greater things there mm -hmm. now you know mm -hmm. so right. um, I just wonder you know had I had I not sold my company would I still be doing this oh did you enjoy it I loved it oh you loved it okay. I loved it oh, okay but now I, how long did you do it 32 years 30, that's a long long time yes it is a long long time okay uh, now uh, you had mentioned you were one of two women who did this business are you aware of any uh, young women out there women out there who are doing a similar finishing out business uh, they must make the newspaper every now and well, then. Well, this is in the 80s. In the 80s, and, so and that would be rare. The, the market is flooded with female contractors because it's it's just something that people are interested in. Doesn't doing. have a stigma, and if we're yeah. no, no, and and the respect is built because it's just it's real simple: man or woman, show up on time, do your job, and uh, go home. Right. Yeah. yeah. And as long as you're, a, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're a good worker and you're going to give a fair price for an excellent product. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. Right. 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 Uh, th that's a beautiful, beautiful story. And then you did it for thirty-two years. Yes, I did. What did you do? After you did that, just did you decide um, to go fishing or go golfing or something? I, I thought I wanted to retire, uh -huh. and um, I found that um, that didn't last very long. And so I, I care for my parents, and I wanted to do a little more than that. So I got me a job at Pacmail. And that's how we met. That's how we met. Doug the neighbor, Doug the pest has always got something that needs a copy of because I don't have a printer. So I need, oh, please. And then I don't know how to work the machine, so I'm constantly leaning on you. Please. <laughs> Which button do I push? <laughs> now, I'm saying that too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, this is very inspiring because of the businesses that you uh, started with. Uh, the insurance business, then the contracting business, now uh, the pack mail, uh, doing work on over there. Do you have any hobbies? Do you play the piano, collect stamps, or anything like that? I, I don't. I, I spend a lot of time in, with animal rescue, and I spend time doing work for Habitat for Humanity. I. Uh, Work at some of the thrift stores for for um, nonprofits. Oh, okay. Volunteer. So, work. Oh, yes. adding back to the community mm -hmm. for for the like Marvin came from Austin Pets Alive. So. Marvin the puppy. Yes. Marvin, my guy. Marvin the Great. Marvin, my guy. What is his name? The title of him? Oh, Marvin. I call him the Blonde Bombshell. Oh, the Blonde Bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks a lot like Charlie Blue. He Bit. looks just like him. <laughs> Kismet. <laughs> Kismet. Now, uh, we are in uh, coming out of COVID, Corona. Omicron and now these new variants I call Moochie Poo. I have no idea. Nobody seems to know what they right. are. So, so I just gave them a good name, Moochie Poo. Right. You know, so uh, uh, you have any uh, travel plans uh, coming up? Um, um, my family is, we're going to take a trip to the coast. To take a to, trip to, to Corpus, Corpus Christi, Port Aransas. Yeah. Again, uh, to Port Aransas down there. It's beautiful down there. It is beautiful down there. And my parents are very excited about being able to go to the And beach. being from Texas, I'm excited for any trip down to the coast. Yes. That's beautiful down there. It is. It's just really, really beautiful it down is. there. Yeah. Now, uh, 
What, who has inspired you? You have a great life. You've led a great life. You have uh, uh, things that you were challenging for you to do. That big leap into actually into construction, you know, and now semi-retired, but busier now than ever before, you know. Uh, who has inspired you? My family, my mother and father, and and my grandmother Gigi. Grandmother Gigi, yeah. uh, yes. They um. They've been my inspiration. They have been? My whole life. Okay. Your dad, your my mom. My mother. And your grandmother. My dad's a wonderful person. My mother is a, just a complete sweetheart. She's never met a stranger. Uh-huh. And she taught me that you just nobody's a stranger. Everybody's your friend. Right, and, right. And my wonderful grandmother taught me just so many things. And I what was your grandmother's tell. name again? Gigi. Gigi. Yeah, that's great. That's very, very sweet. It's very, very sweet. Well, it sounds like your family has the same uh, ideas as Doug the neighbor. Everybody has a great story and everybody is a great neighbor. They are. That is the purpose of my podcast. We get Now, when we started this podcast, you were a little nervous. How are you feeling about that? I have enjoyed myself. Uh, I, I mean, I was nervous. I truly was nervous. Uh, you've but never I'm done okay. anything like no. that? No. Yes. But, but now I'm okay. We okay. can talk. <laughs> well, the great the great story of Doug the neighbor, he could talk to a tree and get an answer. <laughs> and also, we're Texans. We'll talk to anybody, That's, even people we don't like. We'll still talk to you. That's true. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, Doug the neighbor's motto is, laughter is the best medicine. What is your motto? Do you have a motto? My motto is, like I always taught my children, um, I love you to the moon and back. To the moon and back. And you should love everybody to the moon and back. Okay. And that could also, uh, I was going to ask you, what, what words do you live by? And your motto is your words to live by. Mm -hmm. You know? It is. I love you to the moon and back and love everybody. Right. That is a beautiful, beautiful story. Thank you very much, Sean. Thank, Thank you very you. much. And as being a part of this uh, podcast, and it's very obvious that you have taken your A, B, and K vitamins, the karma vitamins, always be kind. You take your vitamins. It's very, very obvious. And we certainly appreciate you coming here for this podcast. We have a little gift for you. This is just a little keychain that was given to, donated to us by Leahy Industries. Andrew Leahy did a podcast with us, and he uh, makes things like this. Currently, his company does 3D printing and laser engraving, and that keychain there is the Lichtenberg process. To get that design, you run uh, electricity through two points and the electricity creates that design. There. It's beautiful. Well, you're welcome. That's just a little gift for having you here. We Thank you. you. Thank you very, very much. High five. Okay, to our podcast listeners around the world, we have been interviewing Sean Hardy, one of my neighbors who has led a fantastic life here in awesome Austin, Texas. And we certainly appreciate her coming by. Very, very charming woman and uh, leading a very interesting life uh, from uh, 
excuse me, from an office to in the field construction back to retirement to being constantly busy in her retired life. A very, very charming uh, woman. Glad to have had her here at the Doug the Neighbor podcast. Please share this podcast with your friends and neighbors. Call your mother, make her smile. All the best.